0: Well, good morning. God is good. I only heard a few voices. God is good all the time. Amen. Praise God. Somebody's alive. So, as we dive into God's Word this morning, you know, one of the things I'd like to just reflect on is the power of the Word, the power of words. You know, we often don't think of this, so we often take for granted what this might mean. But think about this, the power of the words that you and I speak. You know, I was reflecting on this in my prayer. You know, words, if you think about it, words have the power to divide or unite. I mean, very simple. Words can clarify, confuse, words can build up, words can tear down. We have a power to divide, unite, build up, clarify, confuse, build up, tear down. Um, words stimulate thought. Words stimulate imagination. Words birth ideas. And these ideas form entire generations and philosophies of life. It's people's spoken word that has so much power, which again, I think we often forget about. Words have liberated nations and words have enslaved nations. Words have brought about wars and violence and terror. Words have brought about peace and harmony and concord. Words make marriage and words destroy marriages. Words form families and relationships and words destroy families and relationships. In our first or in our second reading from Galatians, I want you to listen to this first sentence or two. It says, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel, that the gospel preached by me is not of human origin. For I did not receive it from a human being, nor was I taught it, taught it well, Sid doesn't want to speak here, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. So he's speaking here of the word. This word, he says, isn't of human origin. So the words that I speak, from where do they come? The word, the spoken word is a spiritual power. And, and I think this is what I'd like to kind of help you to kind of see and understand. But, you know, animals don't speak. You might disagree, but I disagree with you. <laughs> animals don't speak. Animals don't have a spiritual power to think about and, and recite. A, an animal doesn't, a dog don't stand up and speak a poem or sing a song. Right? We, we, we can train dogs and cats to, to bark or whatever, meow at a certain point or whatever, pick up a piece of paper or whatever. But we have a spiritual power. Only spiritual beings with an intellect and a will can speak and communicate a word. And those words have power, as I mentioned just, just a moment ago. They can build up, they can tear down, they can unite, they can divide, they can destroy or they can give life. Or they can bring death. So this, these words that we speak have power to bless or to curse. We have the power to bring life or death. There's people that have chosen life because of the words they've heard and believed. And there's people that have chosen death because of the words they've heard and believed. And so think of the many people in your day, each day that you and I encounter. And think of how many opportunities we have to speak God's Word into people's lives. To speak God's Word into someone's life. You know, what I say to you is what's going to come alive in you. If I say you're stupid, you're dumb, or you're ugly, well, guess what? I'm going to start bringing to life in you those lies. But if I say to you, you're good, you're beautiful, you are a child of God, I'm going to start bringing to life in you Those truths. So the words we speak to one another matter. They are of a spiritual nature and importance. And you know, think about this. The words that you and I speak each day, they go way beyond our time on this earth. The words I speak to you and the words you speak to me and the people that we meet each day and what we say to them, they go way beyond this this time on earth. You can never take back or recall anything you speak. It always, it goes, and it's sent. You sent the Word from your mouth, from your heart, from your spirit comes this Word. And that Word has a power, again, to build up, tear down, to divide, unite, to cause life or death, to change people's hearts and lives, to change nations. Um, So, I'd like you to think about the, the power of the Word that you use each day. And what you say to people. Because see, the Word isn't something, right? The Word is someone. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. John 1.14 The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Today in our Gospel, what do we see? The Lord saw her. He was moved with pity for her and said to her, Do not weep. He stepped forward, touched the coffin at his bearers, and the bearers of the coffin halted, and he said, Young man, I tell you, arise. The dead man sat up and began to speak. Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all and glorified God, exclaiming, A great prophet has arisen in our midst. See, by our baptism, you all and I are called to be prophets. We're called to be prophets. What does a prophet do? A prophet is a mouthpiece for God. A prophet announces the Word of God. The Word is life. Life is the Word. God is love. Love is God. So when you speak God's Word, you're bringing God into people's lives. Words can bring, again, forgiveness. Words can create bitterness and unforgiveness. So think of the words you speak each day. You're here in this church because someone spoke a word to you. Maybe it was get out of bed, get your shoes on. <laughs> That's still the word of love, right? So, so think about this. The words that we speak are not of human origin. What does that mean? It means someone's inspiring what I say. There's a spirit world. The words I'm speaking, either inspired by God or the devil. They're not inspired, or I would say the God, the world, or the devil. Somebody's inspiring what I say. And what I say is often what I'm thinking. So who's inspiring what you speak? And who inspires those who speak to you? And this is where discernment happens. We just don't let anything that comes up Fly out of our tongue and on our lips. Read the, read the book of James. James speaks about the power of the tongue. And i just like to read, uh, there's a proverb scripture I found, Proverbs 8, 18, 21. The power of life and death are in the tongue. Small muscle, but boy, I got some power. The tongue is powerful. You know, before Mass, we, we were praying the rosary. You're speaking words. You know, in those words, God hears. He hears you praying. He hears your heart. He hears you speaking. So words, again, building relationships with God through prayer. So think of the who's inspiring what you're saying. Who's behind the words that you speak? Discern. Think about it. And then what you believe... Whether it be on reading from a book, um, hearing this gospel scriptures, um, working in a place where you work, the words that you hear, who's behind them? Is it God? Is it the enemy? Or is it just the world? So we have to discern because what you believe, the words that you and I believe will often be what we become. You're stupid. Well, guess what? If I believe those words, I'll believe I'm stupid and act stupid. You're ugly. You aren't beautiful. Well, if I believe those words, it's going to start to affect the way I act. The power of words. I'll starve myself because I don't believe I'm beautiful. Well, who said you're not beautiful? Who told you that? Who inspired those words that you're believing? That's not God. That's the enemy. The enemy hates him, and he hates you because he doesn't want us to know the truth, because why? the truth will set you the truth will set you free. free to what? Free to be who God made you to be. Who were you called to be? Who formed you and who created you? God the Father spoke you into being in existence by His word you believe the Word of God, you're believing in who you are and who He made you to be. You're called to be Jesus to the world. Jesus was free. This man in our gospel that was dead, Jesus raised him to life by His Word. The Word has the power to bring life into people's lives. So I want you to think about this as you go through your week. Think of the words, just just pay attention to the words you're listening to on the radio on TV, through people at work, through people at home, listen, and don't just accept them and let them plant in your soul. Discern before you let something enter. Is this of God or is this not of God? And then before I let something out, i got to discern, Is this of God, or is this not of God? So, in Ephesians 4:29, it says, "Let no corrupt word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word that is good for edification according to the need of the moment, so that it will give grace to those who hear. So this is, for those that might think spiritual warfare is angels and demons flying everywhere, spiritual warfare is allowing God to inspire me and speaking God's Word and not allowing the enemy to inspire me and not speaking the enemy's word. Could you imagine how much good it would do if we could sometimes zip it, keep our lips shut, our mouths shut, and how much good we could do if we would speak up? More than ever, you know, Archbishop Shapu just spoke about this in in, about our religious liberties. But we have to wake up as a nation. Our religious liberties are under serious attack. We have people questioning basic principles of life. Marriage is under question. Abortion, we don't know when life begins. Well, who decides? All these questions, serious questions that are being influenced by words. Where does those words come from? Who's inspiring the word behind what we hear? So take that into your prayer this week and really ask the Lord to help you to grow in discernment. And as it says in our psalm, I will praise you, Lord, you've rescued me. God wants to rescue you from being enslaved to lies. He wants to rescue you with His truth, which is the eternal Word, the Son of God.